Blog Talk Radio. feels perfect, other days it just ain't working, the good, the bad, the right, the wrong, and everything in between, yo it's crazy, amazing, we can turn our hearts through the words we say, mountains crumble with every syllable, hope can live or die, so speak life. Because you got D.C. 
in the middle, and then you have Maryland and Virginia on both sides, and you have a couple of other states that aren't very far, like West Virginia and Pennsylvania, Delaware, New Jersey. So, um, but definitely, you know, Virginia, D.C., and Maryland. Um, so the the I will say the mayor of D.C. and the governors of the other two states, it seems like they are trying to work together so that, you know, one does not open up and then, you know, make way for, um, you know, the other uh, areas to be impacted. So, uh, but I see they're planning, they're planning on opening up things in Tennessee, correct? Well, that's the plan. I think that, well, that's been the talk, maybe, I guess I should say. I haven't heard definitely that that would be the case. Um, as much as I, I, I hate what's going on and what we're having to do because of it, I just don't think they should open up as soon as they're talking yeah. about opening up. And I didn't even think about, like, what you're saying. There's so much, I, I imagine, like, where you guys are, there's so many people that cross over. And, and mingle into other, not just cities, but states, and come back like they may work and then come back to Virginia or something. I didn't think about that, that how yeah. often people are going back and forth. So same here. I know, um, you know, Arkansas, which is not as big, you know, it's not really a metro area like you guys, but it's, but uh, Mississippi, Arkansas, um, a lot of people drive back and forth, and I know I could tell today. I don't think I don't think people are really um, staying home. In it's not that I don't think. I, I'm just sure that they're not. I see. Uh, I guess these guys and, and and ladies as well that have the Camaros. They're out like in the parking lot. You know, I guess connecting, doing their thing, catching up. It seems like the streets, the interstate was busier today than it has been since we started all this. So that just kind of tells me that people are getting out. And then I think a lot of it has to do with, too, I mean, that check that went out, it seems like there's a lot of people out spending money. I mean, they are spending, spending, spending. So Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so so much goes into it. But, you know, if they do, I guess we'll just continue to do what we've been doing, I know I have been wearing my mask when I do go out as far as, as working and stuff, so um, and there's a lot of people that are not wearing anything, gloves, masks, anything so, you know, to each his own so we just I don't know, you just kind of have to take it one day at a time like everything else and hope for the best um, yeah. and go from there, so yeah that, that is so well, true, Sammy yeah, it is, and not let you, not let it, you know, get you down. And I can say for the most part, people seem to be upbeat about it, at least the people that I've, I'm coming across and I'm encountering on a day-to-day. For the most part, um, people seem to be, you know, coping well, I guess, as, as far as yeah. I see. So I think it's, it's all about how you went into it as well. Like, however you went into it, if you didn't do anything or if you're not being conscious about doing anything during this time to be mindful of how you entered into this crisis, then it will still be the same and probably worse during this time and certainly after this time. So, And it seems to me that um, there's just a lot more, and I'm going to use this word, and it's, it's just my opinion, people, it's just a lot of unnecessary stuff happening yes. during this time. So I, it, to me, it just seems like I, I just I I'm, I I would hope that people are using this to just be just to interact uh, more closely with one another to find out or to learn more about the people that they kind of uh, when we're not in this situation that they just kind of pass. You're just passing each other, going and coming not really sitting down, you know, having the conversations, playing games, um, or even uh, taking advantage of the times that you disagree and there's conflict, you know, take advantage because those are learning moments. Those are truly times that we can learn about not just ourselves but about other people as well, you know, the triggers and all of that. So 
um, it just seems like there's a lot of people coming out of nowhere with a lot of stuff that just doesn't do anything for the better of who we are. It's just like more entertainment. Maybe that's the word. Like there's a lot more entertaining um, mm-hmm. going on. So, yeah, I don't know. I would just have liked to see more people talk about, hey, you guys, I picked up this book. I ordered this book and I read it and and all of that. So, and this is what I'm getting from it. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. We'll We'll, we'll see. Where it all takes us. Speaking of books, um, I know I put out there, I don't know what in the world happened, Botany. I was trying to post something out there about the book to say, you know, <laughs> listening. And I thought it didn't, I was like, something happened. And I thought, okay, well, I'll go back and do it again. Like there was, it said, try again era. But I never posted it. So I thought, okay, something must be going on. And then I looked out there. Cause you you liked it and it was I was like what in the world so I had to change it real quick <laughs> but I wanted to um I don't know how we will do this but I wanted to like uh, since I can't read it the way because it's on Kindle right Kindle is that what you said Kindle yeah it's on it's on Amazon Kindle yep okay now do you have to have so you say Amazon Kindle now that sounds different so you have Amazon Kindle, does that mean Amazon Kindle, is that like an app or something that you can actually download and, and read it there? So you can actually buy a Kindle. It's like a, uh, it's another form of an iPad. Like you can buy like a, a Kindle, you can buy a Nook, you uh, you can buy a book is, uh, I mean a Nook is, um, I want to say that's a Barnes & Noble thing, and then the Kindle is through Amazon, but uh, I know a few Christmases ago, uh, Tamaria's uncle and aunt bought us some Amazon fires, but it's it's just another uh, like an iPad. But you can uh, you can uh, you can download the Amazon Kindle app, um, and most people already have it on my on their phone. Like I know when I bought uh, this phone that I had, which is an Android. It's not an iPhone. It's a very cheap phone. <laughs> um, it was already one of the apps on the phone, but you uh, you can easily um, just download it. Just go to uh, just go to Google on any device um, and just type Amazon Kindle. You may have to type Kindle app or something like that, or Kindle app for Android or iPhone or whatever it is, and then it lets you download it for free. I found that out a few excuse me, a few years ago, you can download it for free and then, you know, you just purchase books uh, that way and then they'll appear okay. on, your, on your device. Like I, this last uh, book that, that I wrote that we're talking about now, uh, um, the first, um, what do you call it? I guess the first, uh, first part um, that came out this past Sunday um, I purchased that one, and then I purchased uh, the part two that's coming out Sunday. And as soon as I charged up my Kindle and turned it on, it was already, you know, uploaded to to my my Kindle. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got you. Uh, now I have I have a next 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 book. Is that the thing? I've had this thing so long. I just, when you said that, I thought, I looked up <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I have something like that. <laughs> I have not yeah. turned it on in, I don't know how long, but I have a net book. Yeah, it could be similar if you don't have the app up there. Um, mm-hmm. Then you can just download it. Just go to Google and just type it in the search engine and it should come up. Okay. 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 Yeah. Well, I was, I guess we'll find a way to, um, I guess, tell the people the title, how they can find it. And then for those who are listening, if you want a copy, um, send Rodney a message or something yeah, like that's that. Totally and, and Rodney, I guess I'll get with you on how, okay, okay, so we'll give a few copies. Um 
You did. Um, I think I think that's what that was. Now, is this something that I know it's for young for the younger person? Is this something that mother and father uh, should sit and read with a child, or is this something that the child would more so enjoy reading by himself? I think um, um, I don't think you can go wrong either way. Um, I know the mm-hmm. first two, the first two are geared towards um, younger kids. Um, I can see the parents, you know, grandparents, you know, aunts, uncles getting something out of it. Um, but I know the first. Part um, and the book is called I Miss School and then so there's one for younger kids, you know, uh, more so in elementary school and then there's one coming out this Sunday for high schoolers and then the one after that is going to be for uh, for educators. Um, and um, the first book was geared towards you know younger kids and just touches on some feelings that they may have and granted. Um, it's not very long, uh, you know, but just something to give kids, um, you know, a book that they can relate to, a story that they can relate to, uh, because during this time, you know, um, this is something that I know many of us um, never experienced. Um, and one of the things that I think we fail to do is uh, is communicate, talk about our feelings and um, but not only talk about our feelings, but listen to other people's feelings. Um, you know, and a lot of times uh, I know children feel like, because I know when I was a child, you know, you feel like you're just not heard. You feel like, you know, nobody's paying attention. But this uh, this this pandemic, I think, is, is a lot bigger than just um, the economy or, you know, people being at home. Like, I think it goes a lot deeper than that. I think, you know, there are people um, who actually have an issue with staying in the house, and I don't think it's something that we should judge people on um, because I think it's real. Just like, you know, um, I know a few weeks ago, Tamari and her aunt were asking me, why are the um, why are the liquor stores considered essential? And I said, you know, it may sound weird, but like drinking is a real thing. You know, there, you know, there are people who, you know, they, they need a beverage, you know, they, they need, you know, some alcohol to put in their system or they, they, they enjoy it or they like it. And people can't just turn a switch on and off, you know, and the same thing with kids, you know, being in a house, I know, you know, there's a lot of uh, technology that kind of takes away from, from the way things were when we were growing up, Tammy. But, you know, being stuck in the house is a real thing for for some people. You know, for me, I don't think it bothers me too much because, you know, I'm an, uh, I'm an adapter. You know, I tend to, you know, be one of those people that can just go with the flow. And, you know, I, I don't need for life to be one way or the other. Um, I kind of just, you know, try to take it as it comes. Um, but there are some people who it it literally bothers them. And so, you know, if you have younger children in the in your household or you have nieces and nephews who may live in, you know, a different part of town or they may live in a different city or state, like it's important to check on those people um, because you're talking about five- and six-year-olds who are used to being gone away from home, you know, seven hours or more every day. You're talking about kids who are used to, you know, hugging their, their, their teachers and, you know, exchanging gifts on holidays and going outside and playing recess. You got kids who, you know, school is the only way that they eat every day, you know, and then, you know, um, promotion ceremonies, you know, they may not be a high school or college graduation, but, they're a big deal to people. And so um, the book just kind of gives, just kind of highlights some of those things. And granted, it doesn't touch on everything because I'm sure there's some things I didn't think about. 
But it just kind of touches on some feelings that, you know, the kids may have. I'm really excited about the one that's coming out this Sunday, Tammy. Um, but I'll, I'll I'll hold off for just a second in case you had questions about the first one. Well, I was going to – I'm, I'm going to back up to where you were speaking about the liquor stores. And um, here is here is where I, I missed the mark on that or my understanding because I, I – saw so many posts about church, about, you know, mm-hmm. they don't believe they're opening church back up. And people just kind of, um, and, I, and, and in a judgmental way, uh, like, you know, I can't believe people, you know, are going to church, you know, people are the church and that kind of thing. Well, if we can, if we can practice socials, and, and, and you guys know, for those of you who know me, I... I love God. I believe in all of that. But here in the recent years, church just has not been my thing. I just, to me, it's just, it's just not my thing right now. Um, and that's, that's just me. But at the same time, I, I feel that there are people who, and thank God that there are these people who want and need uh, the altar. I will say that they need that church. They need mm-hmm. that building. They need it. Um, and so, if they want to go and practice social distances, wear their mask, whatever, then 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 what's wrong with that? I just I, that's what gets me with people. Like even and we're so quick to say because I'll say it as well. I'm not judging people, and I'm I'm working on stop <laughs> stop saying that because. I may not be judging them, but I have an opinion about what they say and do, especially when they put it out there. And that, that's great Good because point. it allows us to have those conversations. But people get so offended. Um, I had, Brandon and I, Lord have mercy, we had probably one of the biggest fights we've ever had. And y'all know I love my child, love my child, love my child, my son, my grown son. And I was at the point in my life that I was ready, and only because of where I am, I was ready to just walk away. I was ready to just, you know what, I'm done. And um, and and for almost a week, I didn't call, I didn't text, I didn't call, and and I was okay. But when we finally had the conversation that we needed to have, I reversed. What we had had the argument about, I reversed it, and I put him on the other side of it, and I mm. said, now, would it have been okay? And and his exact words were, after it was a little silence, he was like, hell no, it wouldn't have been okay, mama. But he had to, <laughs> it's so often that we, we put ourselves in a situation because you know, we think we got it. Oh, I can, I can do this. Um, especially this, a lot of, I won't say this, but many of, many of these young folks, they just don't think. They just think that they got it. I'm so sick of these apps. They, you know, they just refer to to all this other stuff. So, but when I, when he was allowed, and I, and I, I'm, I'm thankful that he listened because I let him talk for. a maybe 35 minutes and I said nothing, which is unusual for me because I usually have to get in there and get my point before I forget and before they forget what they said. But I listened, and and what I said after he was finished is, okay, so let me create the scenario again, but let me put you on the other side. Would it have been okay? And it was about my grandbaby. So I was ready to go to battle. (laughs) I was ready to go to battle. But... I think people, and I'm saying that to say we have to be really honest with ourselves and make sure that we're being, that fair is fair. Is fair. You know, if it's, yeah. if it's important to you, say, if, if we got, I say, we got to be somewhere at 7 o'clock, and you're like, oh, whatever, whatever, it's okay, we, we can get there a little bit later. And it's okay because it's someone else's time that they want to be there at seven, but when it's when it's somewhere that you need to be at this particular time, and if someone does that to you, if someone says, oh, it's okay, we'll be 730 is good, 
we don't see it that way because it's us. And and that's kind of the thing. When you can't see yourself in the situation enough to make an honest decision or opinion, not based on your own stuff and your need to be right. You saw it. I love how Trent said, you know, it's okay. You know, is it necessary to be right and lose everything? You know, and that's what I think we do. We lose a sense of ourselves when we just continue to want to be right for the sake of satisfying yeah. our feelings or our egos or to make, you know, and so that's what I hear when I saw, when saw many of the posts about, you know, church, people feel like they got to go. What is wrong with that? And why do we have such a harsh opinion? And what I think it is about, Rodney, my opinion only, is the fact that they don't want to go. I don't think half the people want to go <laughs> when church is open, but they they feel they have to because that says I'm saved, I'm sanctified, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, no, it doesn't. So I have, for me, more respect for those people who will choose to go during this time not mm. for the sake of people, because now these people that are truly wanting to go, they're probably not going to be seen by the crowd. You know what I'm saying? They're going they're to yeah. be few there. Um, so there's no, um, there's probably nothing in it for them. And I think a lot of people now, because I still don't get how people can be in the spirit and somebody's recording them. Like, where is the phone? Where does the phone and who are we showing this to? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And how does that not how is that not a distraction? So I have, you know, liquor store, any store, you know, let it be what it is. But to me, it is very interesting as to which stores people, they, the system or whomever, have, have they've allowed to be open. Your gun shops are open, um, liquor stores, hair supply stores. Um, it's just so so. Even even with me, I don't I don't necessarily know if I should be out out there, you know. So yeah. I just think um, it's interesting that church is one of those ones that we don't find to be essential, you know. And to keep and and then of course you have to do your your social distancing. You know, you could you could say instead of you could have church this amount of time and people can come and you can have them sectioned off. They can have their masks because we're doing that anyway. We're going in the stores. Some yeah. people have masks on, some don't. We're, we're interacting anyway. So that's where it gets, you know, to me, to where people are so judgmental about it. But I think their own, it's their own convictions, meaning that, oh, they, they don't want to go and didn't want to go before this, but they are going out <laughs> of I'm supposed to go. So that's kind of how I feel about that. Just, just I don't know what the word is for it. A hypocrite. <laughs> that, that's what, I mean, in most cases when we, I don't know, I think it's just time to call yourself out and be okay with that. Like, just be okay with, I see this this way because I'm still in this place of wanting to satisfy my ego and be right. You know, rather than looking at the overall picture and say, hey, you know what, this may be what this lady or this man needs. They they may need to go to church in order to feel that a stronger connection. It doesn't mean that they are not the church or can't do what they're doing at church at home. It's just that they prefer to go there and have Mm. that interaction. So... And for mm-hmm. those who want to go to the liquor store, you know, they be it. Let them go. You know, so just, just, just the way we look at it. Tammy, you made me. As the book. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No. No, I was going to use those first because I was going to go to the book. We were going to go to the book, so let's <laughs> let's go here before we go there because we'll forget. I'll you forget. forget. <laughs> Well, I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of glad that um, that we did that that we went there because I think you said a whole lot um, in the time that you were talking, and 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 I should have had my 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 uh, pen and pad out because so many things popped up in my mind um, that you made me think about. And one of them was remember that time. Uh, this was a few years ago, but we were having the show, 
and um, I was sharing something that Tamaria told me, and that is, you know, when we are the pedestrians, we want the drivers to drive yeah. a certain way, or we feel like we feel like they should drive a certain way. But when we're the driver, now you know we feel like the pedestrians should walk a certain way across the street, and I think that's that's a good way to sum up what you just said you know when we're when we are you know driving the car you know we want the the, the pedestrians to, to to run across the street you know don't take your precious time walking you know get across the street but then when we're the when, when we are the pedestrians we want those drivers to be patient with us and let me walk across the street you know i got 35 seconds according to this clock in front of me you know we we see things completely different depending on which side of the aisle we're on and i think um you know when it comes to judging and i think uh hypocrisy is, is a good word for it because in in a lot of cases that's what we are um i have seen politics just ruin uh, people's relationships, and I don't mean, you know, husband and wives, but, you know, just uh, with your family members, especially with friends or people, you know, who say that they're friends. Like, I've seen politics ruin people's friendships. And it's like, wait a minute. Why is it that I can't believe what I believe, even if you think that what I believe is, and I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this because I just heard. Uh, I think I think it was on. Uh, it was on something I was watching today. Bat shit crazy. Even if that's what you think about what I believe, why can I? Why can I not have the space to believe that if it is not interfering or interrupting your life, if it's not messing up your life, if I want to believe that there is no such thing as the sky, right? Why is it that I can't believe that? If I don't believe that there's a God, why are you mad? If I do believe there's a God, why are you mad? Why can't we be cool with our different beliefs? You know, I <laughs> um I I was about to mess with um my school um a couple years ago. We were doing this exercise. Maybe it was a year ago, I can't remember, but we were doing this exercise and it was called I am, I am not. And I was getting ready to say, but I was like, no, I'm kind of still new. Let me not, let me not mess with these people. But I was going to say, I am a young black male and I am not a Democrat. I was going to say that, but I said, nope, I'm not going to mess with these people. But it's the truth. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm an independent. Like I, I try to listen to everybody. I try to give everybody a fair chance. There's some things that I believe, you know, just on the surface. But I feel like I can have conversations with people. I've seen, but I've seen people like get upset because, you know, uh, well, you know, especially now. Let's go with now. There are people who are, you know, upset because there are people who who follow Trump or who, you know, talk about Trump. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if that's, if that's what you feel, if that's what you believe, go right on ahead. As long as, as, long as you don't disrespect me, I'm not going to disrespect you. Like, we, we are all right. But we like to tell people what they should be. And then the, 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 the hypocrisy of it, Tammy, is when I see people on both sides, both Republican and Democrat, they'll say, oh, the the Democrats did this. And I'm like, wait a minute, didn't the Republicans just do that too? But you didn't say they were the Republicans did it. And then I'll see the Democrats do the same thing. They'll say, the the Republicans, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> didn't the Democrats do the same thing? Like, why is it that we can't, you know, okay, this is what I believe, or focus on the act or focus on the individual, however you choose to, but stop calling out people when the side that you're on does the same exact thing. But we want to tell people how to vote. And then we lie, going back to another point you made, Tammy, we lie and say, I don't care who you vote for, just go out and vote. You lying. <laughs> 
You do care who I vote for. You want me to vote a certain way. Uh, the last presidential election, my mother-in-law was on the phone with Tamaria. Your husband voted for Trump. I didn't vote for Trump. You didn't vote for Hillary. I sure did not. There were four people on the ballot that I saw. I don't know about the ballot that you saw, but there were four on the ballot that I saw. And I was not, you know, people kept saying the lesser of two evils. Uh, if a teacher asked me if I want a 49 or a 50, I don't want either one of them. They're both failing. I don't want either one of them. But that's, you know, but that's my prerogative. I ain't messing with nobody because they voted for Hillary. I had my reasons why I didn't vote for Hillary. Have a reason why I didn't vote for Trump. I don't care who you voted for. Like, that's that's your progress. Same thing with the church, Tammy. Like you said, if the church were something I was gung-ho about or something that I wanted to do, if I wanted to get up and go to church every Sunday, then I, don't, then I may not have a problem with churches being open because that's where I want to be anyway. Mm-hmm. If I want to go mm-hmm. to the liquor and if store. And that's where you don't want to be, that's where the people see, that's to me where the yep. plot, where, where the situation becomes judgmental and, and not about the real the real issue or the mm-hmm. person that's going, but more so about the person that is commenting on it or has a strong opinion on it, like why are they going? Because like, that person is say, well, why are you not here? You know what I'm saying? Why Why are you not here? They can look back at that same person and say, well, you know, why aren't you here? This is the place to be. Because there are some people think that, and, and I am, if I had a church that I just mm-hmm. was into like that, I think I would want to be there. Like that would be my place. That would be my safe place for me. Not meaning that I I can't do it here. Not none of that. If if I had one that I was visiting, or, or a member of every Sunday and going and my and and truly there, I would want to be there. Like during this time, that is where I would want to be in the midst of praying people who felt mm-hmm. the need to come together. Well, if we were in the, if if everyone if we were in every corner, if we weren't even touching but if we were in a corner I we need those kind of people we need those people to be there praying I I feel and it just it just amazes me like the the comment that I got about um when I, <laughs> a couple of weeks back you know like well you know people it was about the liquor store in the church and and it's like well people are the church they don't have to go there and like people at the that's why people the same people you talk about at the liquor store ain't worried about social distancing Distancing, but, and, but and Tim, don't, don't we do that all the time? Absolutely. We Absolutely. do like think about think think about the people who do that. Let's say, let's say your spouse. Let's say you don't get along with your in laws. I, I'm very glad that I get along with mine. I, I love them dearly. Like they're 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 really good people. But let's say you don't get along with your in laws. And let's say your spouse wants you to go, I don't know, some some function, and you're like, and you don't want to go. What do we do? We find everything we can think of to get out of going to our in-laws. If there's a baby shower, if there's a, 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 a um. You know, if there's a cookout, if there's a if there's a, a company function, and you don't like and you don't like your spouse's uh, coworkers or colleagues, what do you do? No, sorry, I can't do that. No, uh, no, um, you know, uh, uh, some came up like we we think of every excuse. Oh man, no, you know, my stomach hurts. I mean, we think of we think of any reason to get out of it because that's not what we want to do. And we'll we'll come up with excuses as to why we can't go around our spouse's family, but then want our spouse to be around our family all the time. Or no, I don't want to be involved with your coworkers, but I want you to be involved with mine. It's so hypocritical. Mm-hmm. But we're so used to that. We're used to putting on a front. We're used to being fake. Some of us have gotten so far away from the truth and who we really are, we don't even know anymore. We believe that this front is really us. 
and that's why we do it so well. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, Tim. <laughs> oh no, 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 that's fine. I was I picked I picked up my book um, further along the road less traveled because I was looking for. There's a part in here, and this is by Scott Peck. There's a part in here I can't find it, but it, but I did find something that that's very interesting and uh, relatable to what we're talking about. But there's a part in the book where this little boy uh, wants ice cream, and his mom, I think she says like you can't have the ice cream and 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 or not now or something like that. And so he and it's his favorite ice cream. He storms up <clears throat> to his room, and he gets angry to the point where. When later, when she, when he can have the ice cream, he's so angry he doesn't want it now. And so, to me, what that said to me, like you, you, we could be so. And this, this is a young person. This is an example. So we could be so into um, being fulfilled and feeling good until we will deny the very things that are good for us and that we want because we didn't get it when we wanted it or how we wanted it, mm-hmm. we will deny. Kind of mm-hmm. like the, the, the hamburger with the cheese, but I didn't ask for cheese or that kind of thing. But it brought me to this, and I think we, we've, I think I've referenced this a time or two, the difference between self-love versus self-esteem. And there's a great deal of information, but there is a section that says there is a difference between insisting that we regard ourselves as important which is self-love, and insisting that we always feel good about ourselves, which is synonymous with constantly preserving our self-esteem. So I think that is too, that we're always trying to make ourselves feel good about who we are and and, and denying because I'm telling you, even in the midst of really trying to pursue me and myself and just become more aware conscious and that kind of thing, I found myself going, I had ordered, tried to order food twice from this place. And for some, and it was me, for some reason it just wasn't not working. So, and this is one of my favorite places to eat. They're clean. They have become like, like I, they asked about Zali, we talk when I go in there. So after my second try, and they have the sign out there, we're only taking online orders. It's just a kind of mom and pop. Just two people working there. They work constantly all day. So second time, I left with my little self all stuck in my in myself, saying, "Well, I bet you I won't come back here anymore." So what? <laughs> so what I'm doing? So I went home with that attitude. Okay. So the next day, I found myself craving this food again. So I was like, "I'm not going. I'm not going." So finally. <laughs> I tried to order again. It went through. I pull up, and I'm still fussing because I got a confirmation, so I know it went through, and I'm still getting out the car fussing. I don't know why they would do this anyway, only take orders online. That's crazy. And just as quick as I said it, that other Tammy that's working on Tammy comes in and it's like, well, they did it because it's their business and that's how they want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> because if it was my business and that's how I wanted to do it, who is, who, that's me. This is my business is how I'm running. And so I know I probably say, y'all, people out there listening say this girl is losing her mind because she is talking to herself, but some, somebody else is talking to me that I apparently don't know and don't want to know because of some of the thoughts that come up, like, I wonder where they come from. <laughs> so I might as well start talking back to them. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but I did. I funny. was like, it's because it's their business and it's what they want to do. And, you know, I'm just like, so it's just about just really being honest about um your stuff, because we all have it. Like, we all have that time <laughs> where we want to think we, we just want to be right, and we think we're right, and, you know, so it's just, it's, it's crazy. But that that's what that made me think about. But I think the best <laughs> example of it is what Tamaria said a long time ago. When you're driving and someone's crossing the street, you want them to hurry up, get across the street so you can go. 
But when you're walking, mm-hmm. if somebody blows the horn at you or or do any kind of movement, like like pull up a little <laughs> bit trying to get you to hurry, man, you will blow the top. So that's like that's how we do with life. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. that's the best example. The absolute best. So, um, so getting to the, to the book, I do agree. I I, I really have just. I don't know. I feel so bad for like our. I feel bad for all the kids, but you think about our seniors, kids who were preparing to graduate, had had bought their dresses and their tickets mm-hmm. to prom, and had all these plans. Um, I was was able to talk to a young man who was like, you know, I wish I could just get to see my teachers and my friends once more um, before. So I hope that something will be done afterwards, you know, that the, so that the kids can maybe have their prom or have a prom or something to where they can come together um, because they deserve it, and that's, that has become the norm, and I don't see why something like this should be based on time. So if, it's, mm-hmm. if, it's, if you couldn't do it in May, June, whatever, then it should happen because I do think we base so much on just just time and dates and all of that. Well, you know, you have, like you said, you have to go with, with the flow. I know for me, those two weeks I was home, that was the best time because I'm a homebody anyway, and I would love to be at home even more. But those were, that was the best time for me. I mean, I felt my, I felt the best, um, and, and even that in balance as well because I would have to make myself get out of the house. Like, there, there were times. I would just have to make myself go to Sonic and read, take a book and read just to get out. So to me, it's like, it, was, it wasn't like, it was heaven to me, like, this, I could do this. So where for mm-hmm. some people, um, it would run them crazy to be in, in, in those walls behind the doors uh, longer than a day or two. So it just depends, but I think with our young kids, even with just the virus itself, I could see where they could be fighting about things uh, happening. I had a a friend that was on lockdown until she got her results back, and and she had twins, and they were coming to the door wanting to know when were they going to be able to see her, when was she going to come out. So I can only imagine what that does to a little person and we have so many of those cases, mm-hmm. I'm sure, where a parent is in the hospital or cannot come out. And there's just no, well, there probably is a way to say it and explain it. But even then, we don't know what it really does to a child's mind. Like, am I going to lose my mom? Am I going to lose my dad? Why can't I see them? Um, it just it, it just weighs heavily on you. I can remember when back when my grandmother was sick and I was a young, young, young person and I couldn't see her for a very long time. And I remember really, really, really just wanting to see her so bad because at that back then they weren't they weren't letting kids in the hospital and she had cancer. Mm. And so they brought her over. I've shared this, I believe. They bought they one day I was able to go up to the hospital, um, based on where her room was and the window. They brought her over to the window just so that I could see her. And I, I remember that day like it was yesterday. So if I remember that, and I believe I was in second grade, second, third grade, something like that. Um, if I can remember that day, so I can, and that's pretty young. I can only imagine what our eight, nine, ten-year-olds, the fear that they must have, mm-hmm. you know, of, of just you know, especially when they have someone close to them that they cannot, all of a sudden they cannot see. And so how do you say, well, because they, they, there's a sickness, they don't quite understand that or how to, um, how to emotionally deal with it. But I do think that, that we still should talk to them. Like there should be like what you're doing. There should be books that they're able to read where maybe it gets them to thinking about it and, you know, having finding a way to make things relatable, you know, like, you know, well, we have the flu, we have pneumonia that's been around a long time. This is just the, and, and, and maybe saying, you know, when this, when we first heard of this, it probably was 
the same situation we're having now because it was new. But they're working to, you know, to get something that is a cure for it, just like everything else. And they'll do it, just reassuring them that this is just part of life and a process that we go to through when we have things that come up, uh, like a math problem. You know, you, you have to solve it. So this is this is a problem, life problem that is being solved. But until such time, this is what we get to do. So I don't know. I don't know. So it'll be interesting to read it, Rodney, and, and see. Which we could have. We probably should get some kids that have read it or have a book reading here. Let people let the people get their young people on or something. Because uh, I do think the more that we talk about it on their level, of course, Mm-hmm. Uh, the better it would be for them when time when all because even when they go back to school, you know, it's gonna they're gonna have some <clears throat> some kids are gonna have some 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 issues even going back to school. So yeah. Yep. Well, you so definitely the next one touched comes, on the next one comes uh, out Sunday. Yep, and you definitely and you actually touched on uh, that one. That's part two, and and they all have the same title. It's just. The one that comes out this Sunday is for uh, high schoolers, and you touched on it a little while ago. Um, it's written from the perspective of a uh, of a of, I'll say a young man, and who is this was his senior year in high school, um, and he pretty much you know goofed off you know um, the entire time he was in school, got in trouble. Uh, pulling pranks, not doing his work. Um, if he did do it, you know, he turned in incomplete work and, you know, just barely made it to his senior year. And then he decided that, you know, he was going to make a change. And so, you know, his senior year, he turns it, he turns, he turns it around and then his senior year is cut short. Um, so mm-hmm. part two, this Sunday just touches on, you know, how so many kids take, um, you know, the opportunity to, to get a free education uh, for granted. You know, we, we, you know, I did it, um, and I know a lot of other people who did it. But, you know, for me, I was lucky enough that nothing like this was going on when I was, you know, <laughs> uh, cutting up, as my mother used to say. Um, but what if there is a boy or a girl who finally decided, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to make some changes and then they do. And now it's all stripped away from them. You know, there is no prom, there is no graduation, there is no senior trip. And it's like, well, wait a minute, (laughs) you know, why couldn't something like this have happened when, you know, when I was, you know, uh, uh, misbehaving in class or yelling out when the teacher was talking or skipping, you know, or getting into fights. Why couldn't something like this happen then? You know, then it would have made sense. But now, you know, I finally got it together and, you know, here we are. And so just so that young people understand that, you know, nothing is nothing is guaranteed, nothing is promised. And so while you have opportunities in front of you, take advantage of them because, you know, it it's not too late, but at the same time, you know, what you're working for could be stripped away from you. So, you know, here's, you know, and, and like you said, Timmy, there are a lot of kids who, you know, uh, purchased caps and gowns and, um, you know, looking forward to graduations. People make travel plans. I mean, so much goes into um, a kid's senior year, and that's high school or college. And then to have something like this happen, so I just try to do. I just try to put a different spin on it um, because we do have um, turnaround stories. We do have kids who, you know, we worry about them. You know, uh, they could have a um, a terrible home life, and they come to school and and they act out. Um, we might see them in the neighborhood. We might see them at church. Um, you know, and then we feel really good and we feel relieved when that child does make some changes. And so just wanted to give it, give people something to to take in um, and to think about uh, from somebody's perspective who, you know, uh, made this change and then, 
you know, now they're dealing with this. Um, so, um, Lord, definitely. Lord, I got this text you, and I really need you to go look at what I told you to look at. I'm sorry, I had to do a break. You got to see. You got to see it. Oh Lord. <laughs> sorry, great, sorry, great people, but um, I just don't know anymore. I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I just got really thrown off with that one. I just got really thrown off. So, um, so where are we? Let's see. Uh, let me remind you guys of the trash can baby. Uh, Interesting enough, I had asked someone about a week ago to do it, someone that I was working with, and and they just they just didn't do it because they just said, I just, you know, basically don't see why the value in, in doing it. I, 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 they, they told me that they put a bag next to the garbage can, but they didn't move the garbage can. And so I think they were trying to figure out, you know, what it was all about or why should I move it. Um but I just challenge you guys, even if you did it before, just move your move your trash can or something that you that you use for, you know a lot. I have started just kind of moving things around a lot, like things that I just from my perfume or my lotion or where I would typically keep this, and I just think that's good for us to have to be challenged um about where things are. I was listening to. Joe Dispenza a little bit today, and he was talking this particular one about habits, and he said a habit is when you have did something so many times that your body knows how to do it better than your mind. That is that is that's so interesting to me. Like your body knows how to do it better than your mind. If that's not autopilot, I I don't know what is, and that's even down to. You're thinking, and you might say, "Well, my body doesn't think; something is thinking." Because, you know, imagine if your 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 limbs, you're moving your limbs. You just know how to do that. Um, so think about your your thoughts and the things that you truly think about consistently. Are they positive? Are they negative? Um, I I had a lady tell me. Uh, and actually we were talking about windows and doors and she was saying how uh, she, I probably won't even be alive uh, longer than the windows that I get. And like you're speaking that into your life. You're just speaking it in your life. Kind of like with the walking. When I went out with intentions of walking four laps and I heard the guy say, you know, I don't start counting my laps until I start hurting. Just that switch that 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 switched my mindset. Body followed. But this is saying that when your body knows how to do something better than your mind because this is your, this has become a habit so much so a, a habit in your mind for sure, but your body has followed followed along to the point that your body knows how to do it without your mind telling it to do it. That's interesting to me. So um, I just challenge people as, as we work to come to a close. I challenge you guys to feed your mind, to really be honest with yourself about your feelings, your thoughts. Question yourself on 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 the thinking. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. Talk back to yourself. You know, talk the the voice that's telling you or putting these thoughts. I don't in your mind. I don't I don't think that that verse take every thought captive. I mean, I think that's probably one of the most important verses in the Bible. Because if you be honest with yourself, y'all just think about the thoughts that come in your mind. You see somebody walk a store that you're in or you walk past, your mind, for, if you're like me, your mind starts talking from time to time about people you don't even know. Well, why does she have that on? What is she, what is she doing or what is he doing? Like, and, and you're not speaking it out loud, so there's a voice inside. So just be mindful when when you take your your eyes and your thoughts and your judgments off of people and put them on yourself. You you will be like I don't have time. I don't have time to try to sum someone else up. I can't I can't work their equation. You know so um, do that. You know exercise. 
read, um, I don't know, just, just do something. There's so many things that you can do. YouTube has so much stuff out there, books and things like that, so you don't have to go buy um, buy them if, if you can't get to the store or order them. So just feed your soul, mind, body, spirit, and soul. Just become one. Have intentions to become one. Practice oneness with yourself first. And right now, I guess we will figure out how to tell the people how we will be able to, for those who want to read the book, um, I don't know, how, how would you want to do that? I'm going <coughs> to sponsor a few copies. If uh, to anyone who is listening, um, whether you want to read the book or you know some children um, who uh, who might be interested in reading it, um, and again, it, it is three parts, and and the third part is um, is for uh, for educators. So you know this, um, not all of it is you know specifically for children, but. If you or anybody you know um, is interested in reading it, it's called um, I Miss School, and all you have to do is go to Amazon.com and just type in I Miss School, and it'll come up. Um, or you can just email me at Jordan Literature, J-O-R-D-A-N-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-U-R-E, at gmail.com. Um, you can um, do that, Jordan Literature at gmail.com, and um, – I can send you the link or, uh, like Tammy said, you know, sponsoring copies um, because it would be lovely to become rich, but that's not the goal. Uh, the goal is just to, to give um, students and, and, and teachers uh, just something that they can read and uh, relate to, just, you know, maybe get a laugh. Um, I did try to put some funny stuff in there. Uh, but just get a laugh, you know, during these uh, crazy times. Uh, it's just me trying to do my part. And, you know, um, if I can, you know, put a, a smile on somebody's face or, or make them giggle, um, you know, or even just sit back and think and, I don't know, maybe maybe inspire somebody to go write, you know, their own book. Um, I'm still working on my novel, uh, which will I'm planning on, uh, releasing that uh, next year, 2021. Um, but uh, you can either email me, um, jordanliterature at gmail.com. You can even call me, uh, 703-595-5055. Um, if you want a, a, a copy, we can definitely uh, get you a copy. And, Tammy, uh, one other uh, thing that I have to share um, a friend of mine and I um, are in the midst of planning a virtual career week, and we are looking at um, – we're planning it for the week of May the 4th, which is also Teacher Appreciation Week. Um, that Monday through Thursday we are going to have uh, – we're going to do – I know we're going to at least do Instagram Live. I don't know if we're going to try to do any other platforms, but um, we're going to – uh, we may do. We may use Zoom. Tamari was telling me tonight how we can do Zoom, Facebook, and Instagram all at the same time. Uh, but we're going to do two speakers per day. Um, it'll be in the evening time, just because we're both, uh, you know, working during the day. Uh, but it'll be in the evening time. We'll have two speakers um, each day, so we'll definitely have more information for you guys next Tuesday. Uh, but we hope that you can join us for for our virtual. Um, career week. Uh, Tammy, anything going on in your world? No, no, I don't have any new stuff happening. Just kind of still working on the same things. Um, and I, I have failed to, to keep people posted on the TV shows. Uh, and I, and it's sad to say, but I keep forgetting myself that it, they air every Monday now, and actually I think we're on our sixth show, and I think I was on the first three um, first three shows, and then uh, and I was on as a guest for one of our other hosts, and so I did talk to uh, the lady, to, one of the ladies today that's kind of over all that since we've been put off a little bit. Hopefully I'll be able to go and do my shows 
this, well, May, this month, May, next month. So we'll do them all together just depending on how all this works out with the virus stuff. And if it doesn't, then we're going to do it through Skype. We'll record them through Skype and just release them that way. But the show airs every Monday in the Creature Word Network, 1230. Um, and for the shows you've missed, you can actually go online and uh, select Bridging the Gap, or I can send you the link that will show you that you see all the shows that have aired. So yeah, um, please send me the that, link. I want I want to see them. <laughs> okay. 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 And then from there, it's every. And I guess for it just depends on where you are and what you have as far as cable, but you can find out what channel Preach the, Preach the Word Network is in your area, and it would be 1230, I guess wherever you are, I guess it's 1230. So I'm not real sure about that. I guess I need to find out because if you're in a different time zone, I wonder if that would make it 130. So I have to find that out, but I'll send you the link. Okay. Okay. That's exciting, Tim. I, mean, I, I know we were planning um, on. I know we were planning on coming down and joining you. Yeah. Well, the good thing, Ronnie, is we may be able to do it by Skype. That's what they told told me. Um, we, that's what they've been doing on some of the others. Uh, we have a male, a lady named Mel, who's also a host, and she's been really working, uh, trying to keep keep the shows up since we cannot get to the studio. So um looks like, you know, we may have to turn to that. So but but we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Well that sounds good okay. to me. Um I'ma let you go and get some rest and I'm gonna probably do the same thing, Tammy. <laughs> All right, right. Thanks thanks everybody for tuning in. Thanks for the people out there that was in chat we get yep in the chat room and um just remember to to keep yourself going keep it up and uh don't get caught up in the madness of this world so back over to you right now if we can close it out absolutely thanks again woo woo that's um <laughs> one of my colleagues uh christine wooten uh who's uh, tuning in again from, I forgot, I can't think, I can never think of the name, but she's somewhere in Iowa. <laughs> she's somewhere in Iowa, but thanks again for tuning in. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Hey, look, at least you're on the same, uh, you're in the same time zone as Tammy. But <laughs> but thanks again for tuning in, everybody. Um, and if you listen to the show at a uh, at a later date and time, we, we appreciate you guys. Uh, Until next Tuesday, have a blessed week. Good night, everybody.